Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, excuse me. She's pro wrestling's queen of mean, but behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences from no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars. The real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! All right, we are here. It's another week of Excuse Me. That means it's a good week indeed. Jerry Strauss, Vicky Guerrero are here. Vicky, how are you feeling this week? Jerry, another great week this week. We have another fabulous guest. I mean, we are actually just really exposing worldwide all these wrestling promotions and this week is a special guest miss allison k from nwa amazon is hiring near you start as soon as seven days no resume or experience required earn an additional two dollars an hour through april Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. UA Women's Champion, she's a part of the most unique, buzzed about, talked about wrestling show uh, in the wrestling landscape right now, I would say that 6.05 p.m. every Tuesday, NWA Power coming at you from that amazing studio setting that the world has come to love in a hurry, and she is at the center of it all. What an awesome conversation in front of us this week. Oh, my gosh. Just another woman who is um, paving her own legacy, and you guys are just going to love this conversation. She's real. She's She's just down to earth and she feels deeply about how, you know, she loves the wrestling and how she wants to make a mark all by herself. So let's listen to her, Ms. Allison Kay. Well, we are here and this week, uh, yeah, it's always a good week to be here on Excuse Me, but this week it's going to be a, pardon the expression, powerful week because NWA represent, we've got on the line, of course, you, Vicky, myself, and a very special guest who just happens to be the NWA Women's Champion. Allison Kay, welcome to Excuse Me. Yes. Hi, Hello. Allison. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're our first guest from NWA. We are so honored and we're so excited where NWA is going these days. Um, how's it going? I mean, my gosh, you are a busy gal for sure. 
I am. I'm very busy right now. It's been wonderful. It seems like everything's happening so fast because everything really just happened this year. I mean, the wow. Crockett in April. So it's, it's been a whirlwind. Wow. You know, I was looking at your, um, at your Twitter and your Instagram and you have a pinkies up and you, on your Twitter, it says school of savagery. How did that come into your character? Because that, um, I mean, those are kind of two separate things that sort of came together. Um, a lot of what I do, I feel like just happened naturally. It just organically throughout my career. Um, the pinky, it was sort of started many years ago. Um, when my, I had a different, I had a tag partner, her name was Taylor Maid, and we were a tag team that was, um, not, not so classy, I would say, <laughs> that we have up, like we're classy, that type of thing, but, um, it sort of turned into this symbol of like feminism for me over the years, and it really stuck, and, and actually, um, a couple of years ago when I started at Impact, um, I thought, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. You know, that was the thing I did on in the indies and no one's going to know what that is and whatever. They won't understand. And um, I made my entrance for my debut at Impact and I look out into the audience and all these people are standing up with their pinkies up. <laughs> I guess I'm going to keep doing that then. Yeah. You know, our, our fans are so smart and they don't forget a lot of things, you know, so that's amazing that they welcomed you with that. You know, they remembered you from those years ago to, to bring that back. And I love it. I mean, I see all your promo pictures with the pinky up. I'm like, that's pretty creative. <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It came about it, the reason that it stuck. And the reason I say that it became a symbol of feminism is because um, a lot of times in really just life, let alone wrestling, uh, you know, as you know, I'm sure women are, <laughs> we need to act a certain way and we need to talk a certain way and dress a certain way. And, and, uh, we need to be ladylike, we need to be classy. And so my thing was sort of, if, okay, if I keep my pinkies up while I'm telling you to go F yourself, is that <laughs> ladylike? So that's sort of where that stuck and why I keep I keep the pinky and then the savagery came from um that was also an impact because uh, my name was sienna when i was in and uh sienna the savage people started calling me and that sort of stuck as well that's awesome and i love your trademark of your hair you know with the blonde streak uh does that also does that mean that's gonna put some kind of inferior feeling for you when you walk out on the stage i mean because it's very attractive and it, it catches my eye you know with you being such a heel and then you have that blonde streak it's almost like the corella deville kind of look Thank you. Yes, I did. I do get that a lot about Corella and also Rogue. People like to come. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, heel to heel, you know, from one woman to another. I, you're just, you're knocking it out of the park. And I, I love your confidence. I love how you're not afraid of, you know, being who you are. And that says a lot because, you know, in our industry, there's so much, like you said, you know, we're supposed to act a certain way. The women can't say this or they can't, you know, go outside the box, so to speak. And I love that you have that confidence, you know, for your character. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and also you started in MMA, is that correct? Yes. I do train in mixed martial arts still to this day. Wow. So what came first, wrestling or the MMA? Wrestling actually. And I think that's why um, for a very long time, I never really incorporated too much MMA into my wrestling because I was already a character. I already had a very, um, a heel gimmick on the indies and I, so I never, I didn't want to suddenly start, okay, now I'm going to be an MMA fighter. Like, I, I felt like that was a little hokey because I already had a character. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Um, so um, as far as uh, you, you go back into the MMA and still compete, is that right? I'm try I was trying to read all your history. Um, so you are involved still in MMA? I have, yes, I am involved. I have competed. Um, I had one MMA fight, which I won, second round rear naked choke. Um, I've competed in jiu-jitsu tournaments. Um, I haven't competed in a couple of years, actually, um, since I started. I think when I started with Impact back in 2016, um, I slowed down with the competitions because I wanted to make sure that I didn't further risk injury and end up off TV for something that didn't even have to do with wrestling, you know. Yeah. Um, but I continued to train, and I still train to this day. I train. Um, I'm in there every, almost every day of the week. So are you competing anytime soon? I've been thinking about it. I have oh. not. Have not, um, I have not told my coach that I want to fight yet because I know that once I do, it's like real, you know, <laughs> it comes, it comes to light. <laughs> yeah. Accountable. But, um, I have been training, um, Monday through Thursday and sometimes Fridays when I'm home. Um, sometimes on the weekends when I'm home, but that doesn't always happen. Not lately anyway, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. training every day, especially in jujitsu. Um, I will likely take a jujitsu tournament before I take another MMA fight. Um, but I, I am, I'm thinking about it. I'm getting that itch. <laughs> you know, Allison, I needed you many years ago when people were running after me and trying to beat me up. I could have used you on, by my side. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also were a contestant in the WWE's May Young Classic. Um, how was that experience for you? That was honestly a wonderful experience. I think that it came at the perfect time in my career. That was um, last year, so 2018, the second annual. And um, I'm at a point right now where in my, in my career that I've been around for now almost 11 years in professional wrestling, and I know a lot of people. So being there was, was great because I knew almost everyone. There were a few girls that were new to professional wrestling in general. Like they, they weren't, you know, on the independent scene before they were signed. So I didn't really know them, but they were all very sweet. Mm -hmm. And the backstage atmosphere was great and just at, just being around people that I knew I feel it took a lot of the pressure off that was actually my first match back in eight months after an injury so I had a lot of pressure and that helped alleviate a lot of it and it's also good to network with all the people there in WWE <laughs> that's a good way to to get your exposure out there too yeah and so you're also in WWN which is Shine Wrestling um how long have you been with Shine I have been I've been with Shine since they started, since their very first show back in, I believe, July 2012. So oh my I'm an gosh. OG for Shine, and I'm their current champion as well. Wow, that's incredible. Um, Jerry, do you have anything you want to ask before I, I, I keep talking over you? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, look, I, I mean, I think I think what you guys are painting the picture of, which is something that I was really curious about your thoughts on, Allison, is you're one of those people that have been part of the pro wrestling scene uh for so long and you've become so well known and respected uh mm -hmm. on a certain level and you're one of those almost like the 10-year quote-unquote overnight sensation where now i think a whole new audience is learning about you because of nwa and before that a whole new audience learned about you when you were a part of impact but still it took a long time to get to this point is there kind of a, a a feeling of redemption or validation that you had to work so hard and kind of get to know everyone in the business and now finally you're getting your opportunity to have that upward mobility that you deserve i think the way i look at it is that i'm i'm grateful for the way that everything happened 
because I see people that go through sort of the opposite um, or maybe they just started in the business and suddenly they have all this attention on them and I see what it does to them and yeah. um, usually good. And I, I mean, there's always, you always want to look back and think, oh, I wish things would have went this way or that way. But I truly am grateful for the way and the order that everything happened in because it did make me who I am today. And even coming up in the business and just being on the independent scene for so long before and just uh, slowly starting to build my name, it, it really, I feel, helped me keep a good head on my shoulders. And, yeah. and, and I think that that ultimately will carry you far. And sometimes it's a longer road to take, but it's the, it's the only way that I would want to go. I wow. just, I, I picture, I picture a scene and I always turn things into movie scenes in my head. I picture a scene where you, you know, someone I've worked with, uh, you know, in my work on the, on the independent scene over the years, who I'm just so happy to see get big exposure these days is someone like a Mercedes Martinez. And I just picture someone like you, someone like her sharing a locker room somewhere and just looking at each other and being <laughs> like, yeah, it's about damn time because yeah. it really is. Yeah, that. that that kind of does happen because we both currently work for Shine, so we do we do look at each other like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so the reason we have you here is first of all to just focus on NWA because it's it's grown so much. I mean, I worked with David Marcus probably at the beginning of last year, and he was you know out of California, and it was such a great promotion. But it's grown so much because now you have like you know Dave Lagana helping out and uh, all these great you know uh, producers and directors. They've all brought this craft together, and you are now uh, the women's champion. Is that correct? Correct. And, and how long have you held that title? I have held that since April, since the Crockett Cup. I won. I beat Santana Garrett at the Crockett Cup pay-per-view. Oh, my gosh. And so how, how is that? Uh, that's got to be um, a sense of a great accomplishment because, you know, NW now it's coming into its own, you know, identity. And, and now you're having your, your symbolism now, you know, for this company. And I, you, you hold it so well. You know, I've watched some of your matches, and you're a badass. I mean, I hate, to, I hate to be in the ring with you. <laughs> Honestly, I am, and anyone who knows me knows I keep it real. Like I, I keep saying honestly, honestly, but I really just want because I know you don't know me really well. So yeah, I, when I when I say these things, I am overwhelmed by the amount of positive feedback we've gotten from. And I think just, I guess just in this you know social media age, I'm used to so many trolls just always wanting to hate on things and things like that. Yeah. But and but it's really been overwhelming the amount of positive feedback that we get every single week because I mean NWA Power it's airing every single week 6.05 p.m eastern time on yeah. Tuesday it's and there's no restrictions it's YouTube on YouTube so no restrictions by country or location so everyone literally everyone can watch anyone who has internet access can watch and so I'm thinking you know we're bound to get some negative feedback everyone gets some negative feedback at some point but yeah no sorry so Oh, no, I'm sorry, Allison. How do you handle that? Because, you know, I mean, with me being, you know, when I w went into WWE, I was the heaviest woman. I was Eddie's, you know, widow, or I, I was just had a lot of, ops a lot of, you know, negatives more than positives, you know, with me. How do you handle the, the bullyism and, you know, the, the cyberbullying and the negative feedback that you might hear, like from the fans, or even like within, you know, the company? How do you handle that personally? Girl with some thick skin. That's <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of drinking. 
really uh, been a process. It's something that you have to learn over the years. And we, I still deal with it all the time. Um, I deal with it with my friends all the time. I have a group chat with some of my closest friends and, and we will send each other screenshots sometimes when we just are having a day or somebody just really gets under our skin and, and um, we kind of hash it out there. And that's actually kind of how Sienna the Savage came about because I would go off on people on Twitter if they, if, if they have <laughs> I'm going to respond. Like some people need to be put in their place. Some yeah. people, that, that was where the savage came out. So like, <laughs> can't say these things and think there aren't going to be any consequences. But I have also learned over the years to pick and choose my battles. So I can't just like roast everyone as much as I want to. I don't have the time. And also I don't have that. It takes a lot of energy to put into it. And I think just being more confident in myself and, and that has helped me learn to not let those things get under my skin as much, but also having a really strong support system with my friends where we can kind of laugh at these people like, wow, I, this person said this, I feel really bad for them because they obviously are, you know, they feel this way about themselves and, and, yeah. and they have to go on the internet and, and talk to strangers like this. So um, it's really just trying, building your own self-confidence and then also having a strong support system and trying not to let things get under skin. Yeah. And I, I've learned too that, you know, if you don't feed the, the, you know, their power of, you know, feeding back and fighting with them, I really, they just kind of go away when you don't give them that, you know, that uh, they know that they've pissed you off because, you know, oh, we've, we've got her. She's responding back to us and she's pissed. And it's really hard to not say anything because this is your, this is like my reputation. This is my family's on my social media, you know, and it's, it's hurtful, but in the long run, it's just these people that wish they could be us you know, to put it in like a, a nutshell. <laughs> that's always my, my biggest um, struggle is deciding, do I destroy this person right now? <laughs> <laughs> do I let the savage come? Do I roast them or do I let this go? And like, if they seem like they're only trying to get a response from me or like, like they're going to feel like that's a victory, I won't respond. So that's usually what I'm screenshotting and sending to my friends going, <laughs> me the okay, tell me, do I go off or no? And they'll, they'll give me the yes or no. And sometimes, you know, Allison, let's be real. It's good to go off every once in a while because you have to let them know sometimes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I sometimes I go like, you know, I wake up the next morning going, I really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, well, it's out there. You can't take it back, you know, but we're human. You know, that's just something yeah. that I think fans don't classify us as being human. And we have feelings and we have loved ones that, you know, they, they get affected by this, you know, but it's really a hard in it's a hard situation, you know, to be able to just be still and not say anything because I'm Mexican and I can, I can go off and sometimes it's not very polite. <laughs> and I try to keep it classy. I try to, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta pick and choose. And sometimes, sometimes I will respond simply because they said something that I want to make an example out of. And I think like maybe they touched on something that's really misogynistic or something. And I, yeah. I, but this is a perfect thing for me to go off of and say this is why <laughs> yeah you're the you're the lucky one for the day dude <laughs> yeah um you know i saw this week's uh show when um you thought that you know when marty bell and thunder rosa you know they they gained alliance with each other and they they're against you now how what's that what's going to go on with that storyline and, and tell us a little bit of you know how you see how from the past is and how you see the future going to be with that storyline Man, this, this division has been amazing. The locker room has been amazing. Um, I'm obviously devastated that my best friend stabbed me in the back. I was pissed. I was like, wow, right? really? Really, Marty? <laughs> <laughs> she's, 
you said that, she, you know, I'm her best friend. First opportunity she's given. First opportunity to stab me in the back she's given. Yeah. Um, it, it's like she had one job, right? Just to be your friend. <laughs> this, it, it really has been an incredible experience and, and locker room to work in. And, and I'm really enjoying it. And it, it, going back to that feedback that we've been getting, just like, it, it really is overwhelming that people are just like, wow, this women's division is, is just on fire. Like it is amazing right now. Obviously it's a little small right now compared to other rosters, but I would much, much prefer quality over quantity. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know, and Thunder Rosa, you know, is, I mean, I, I watched her career and I think you guys are going to have a hell of a matches together because she's awesome. And, and with your talent, do you think that you're going to face her for the, for the pay-per-view coming up on December 14th, which is called Into the Fire? Into the Fire on the 14th. I am going to be defending my NWA Women's World Championship. However, I actually don't know who my opponent's going to be. Oh, um, my gosh. I confirmed. I mean, at this point, it looks like it would be Thunder Rosa, but yeah. I'm really not sure. Wow. I mean, uh, I hope it's not a handicap match, you know, where it's like two on one. Or, I mean, that would be something cool too. It better not be a handicap match. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll go in and, and yell for you. How's that, Allison? <laughs> but, You're going to be my tag partner, okay? Oh my gosh. I'll just stand back there and yell really loud and I'll let you do all the work and I'll feel confident that way. <laughs> um, Jerry, do you have anything to say? Well, Always, sure. I, um, I know, I know you do. I'm sorry, I get carried away the guests. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, hey, Jerry. <laughs> it's exciting. There's a lot of excitement around you, Allison. There's a lot of excitement yes. around NWA power. Um, and what I want to know, and I'm curious about this because, I, you know, we all, most of us grew up wrestling fans, and I did, but I did not grow up in the era of watching studio wrestling. That's something that's not part of my background, and mm -hmm. I don't think you're old enough to have grown up during that era of watching studio wrestling. <laughs> no, so, I didn't. Yeah, so what is it like for you to be in that atmosphere, to, uh, to be spotlighted and to perform in that atmosphere? It seems like a really cool thing. Yeah, so funny enough, no, I'm not old enough to have grown up watching studio wrestling. <laughs> this is something that I studied a lot. It's actually how I feel like I was raised in the business. Um, very old school style. A lot of those matches um, were given to me as homework. So uh, not as I wasn't watching it as a child, but actually as an adult learning the wrestling business and coming up in the wrestling business, I was watching a lot of stuff like that. And it very, it feels like I finally found a home. Like it feels, it feels like, oh, this is where I was supposed to be this whole time. This style of wrestling is how I was trained. And now I feel like I'm finally it's like I'm getting to go back in time and now I get to live that old school life that because I used to say all the time like I wish I was born way earlier like I wish I could have been a wrestler in the 80s even though I don't because women were treated terribly back then so yeah, yeah. like you, you know I watched the old school wrestling and I think like oh I wish you know wrestling was still like this and now I'm getting to live that and it, it's it really has been so much fun and it feels so comfortable for me you know, I love that studio feel, though. I mean, it's it goes back to the days of, you know, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, where it was almost like they didn't have any scripts. They just talked how they felt about their character and how they, you know, how they wanted to run the show. And I just love how NWA is just creating that atmosphere. And it looks like the fans are just really enjoying it. And just from the YouTube, you know, watching on YouTube, it's a great presentation. I mean, there's great content. And I love the promos because they're just, it's good hearty meal I mean it's like you can just really get into it and I, I love I just love how it's raw content 
Absolutely. I, that's one of my favorite parts about this whole thing. That's one of my favorite things that always has been my favorite thing to do is cut a promo. Just give me a lot. <laughs> just let me be myself and like, let me go off. And they're very like Lagana and Billy are very much like, here are the guidelines, but you do you, like you are going to go out there and you're going to be yourself. And I'm like, that is music to my ears. Like, are you want me to be me? Just, just checking before I go out there because yeah, my mouth, but I love I, <laughs> freedom and and really just being because so many people they box themselves in wrestling I see it all the time in promos especially yeah. for some reason don't really like to talk usually I, I witness that a lot when I have to do promos back and forth um like people get shy in general it seems like a lot of them are afraid to yeah. talk and I love, I, I love being able to just go off and I feel like that's what I'm good at I you love know that. yeah you know Dave Lagana oh I'm sorry Allison go ahead no, sorry. I was gonna, I was gonna say I, I love watching everyone else too. Like Eddie King's promos are amazing. Yeah, that that's yeah. who he. Why they're so good? Because that is who he is. You know that that's so important because Dave Lagana was my writer when I was in WWE, and we had such like you said it was a box. You had to say what was on the paper. You couldn't be yourself until. I started not being afraid and Dave was the one who taught me be the character be how would you say it, it doesn't mean that because it's on paper that's how I have to say it and he goes make it into what Vicky Guerrero would say and how she is feeling for, at that moment and I think that that's just so important and um, there's there's not enough of that in some of these you know promotions where it's just you know say this and then be done and you can see how you guys are just really having a lot of fun out there and it's it's it's, it's been fun to watch I'm glad it's been fun to perform. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to ask you, you worked with some awesome women like Taya Valkyrie, Sue Young, Evelise, um, Maya Yim. Uh, who would you like to, who would you like to challenge in a match outside of NWA or Shine? What would be like your, you know, the woman that you'd love to have your dream match with as of today? Man, um, whether it be in NWA or not, really, I would love to wrestle Madison Eagles in a singles match. Oh. From Australia, she's been wrestling for quite some time. Um, she's a trainer in Australia. She's phenomenal in every aspect, her wrestling, um, her charisma, her character. She, I feel like she can do it all, and she's like six feet tall. She's more than six feet tall. Um, she would, she's like oh. a leg- I feel like we would have such a legitimate feel of a competition and a match like most of the time I'm a lot bigger than a lot of the girls and so I feel like that our dynamic would be amazing but she's just such an incredible performer and I feel like she's never she's one of those people in my eyes like how Jerry mentioned earlier that has been around for so long and never really got the full credit that they deserve and the attention the spotlight that they deserve and she's over in Australia so it, it limits her as far as like what people see of her in the U.S. but she wrestled she would wrestle for Shimmer a lot so that's um, kind of her introduction to the United States fans. Okay. Um, but she is my, she's my dream match for singles. We were supposed to have a singles match, I think twice. And it, both times it got turned into like a multi-person, like a triple threat. So we've been in the ring together, but never, never that like full singles match that I really want. Wow. Jerry, do you have anything to say? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because it's such an interesting time to be in wrestling right now. The NWA is a big part of it, but I look back even just a few years to something that was really prominent when Cody Rhodes became a free agent in pro wrestling. And he had a (laughs) list, he had a list of all these opponents that he wanted to face. 
and he took it right to the people. He put it out on social media and just through kind of the power of the people and demand, et cetera, et cetera, he was able to make that into reality. And that's sort of how wrestling goes right now. There's so yeah. little of a barrier between the, between you guys, the stars, and the people, the fans who, who want to see these things happen. Do you kind of feel that, Allison? Do you feel like empowered more so than earlier in your career? Because now there's just such a force behind social media that promoters will listen and they've got these open door policies like the NWA does where maybe these goals can become reality just because you're putting it out there. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I feel that once social media was created, it was always like that. It's just people didn't know. And I feel like we limited ourselves by thinking like, oh, I can't just, you know, say I want to do this and it's going to happen. But then once one person does it, it's like, oh, wait, maybe that can happen. I mean, that's sort of unintentionally how I got booked for Bloodsport this year. Like I just put it out there and it was, I, I tweeted it as a, not as a joke. Cause I did want to, I did want to work for Bloodsport, but I, I put like a, I wrote that. Um, what did I say? I said, I want to get booked for Bloodsport next year because I want, I want to butterbean these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Right. <laughs> I didn't tweet it like, Hey, or please book me because I feel like that looks really trashy as well but yeah but out there like kind of as a joke but I was like half serious and then the promoter ended up DMing me he's like hey did you are you serious like do you want to book work for Bloodsport I'm like uh yeah <laughs> well, well deserved. deserved yeah came, right yeah <laughs> yeah that's we got so much attention like people thought it was funny and kept retweeting it and kept the best part is I didn't even tag the promotion in that tweet I just wrote Bloodsport and and so people started tagging the promoter in it. And that's just how, how it happened. It's amazing how fast news spreads on social media. Especially when you have fans behind you and they're pushing yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Allison, who, are the, who can you consider the women? You know, the women's division is moving at such a fast pace. And the women, just like they're showing on NWA, they're allowing them good quality time to be, you know, uh, part of the show. So with, with that being said, who, who do you contribute as your mentors, you know, for what you've been able to do for today? Oh man, that's a hard question. Um, like, like who are my wrestling mentors like throughout my career? Yeah. Or maybe just any other women that, you know, feel like you can look up to them and say, you know, when you're maybe need some motivation, you can say, man, I, you know, she, she helps me, you know, motivate myself. Oh man. I feel like there's so, I feel like all, all of my friends, I was like, we, we, I have such a strong support system. I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but even I'm trying to think like even earlier back, like earlier, earlier in my career, I mean, one of those people, I remember starting out, I think we were wrestling for an indie promotion and on the East coast. And I must've been just two or three years in, I mean, Mercedes Martinez was there and she was a vet in that locker room already. She wow. was one of the up to, you know, and would go to for advice and, questions about our matches a lot of the vets from the shimmer locker room as well like Allison Danger who's now still an agent to this day like those are the people that we would you know come to the back and go to and they would try to guide us and sometimes it would be really hard on us but yeah. we need and um I mean I feel like it did shape me into who I was today as far as like motivation like from just like a like watching them perspective uh -huh. not so much going to them literally but um I, I, man, that's a hard question. I, I get so much motivation from so many different places. Like a lot of people will ask me like, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? And 
I don't, it, it depends on what time, like which time period, like which age, because it, it changed so much yeah. or people like who influenced you the most as far as your character. And that is another crazy question because I feel like I've just little pieces of, of different people, you know, that I've collected over the years. It's never just one person or one thing. It's always like, um, little pieces here and there that I try to, I try to collect and, and make my own. Cool. Well, that's, that's pretty, that's inspiring. I mean, you have so many elements to your character. It, I can see that. And that's, that's awesome. Jerry, do you have something else you want to talk about before we ask you the famous question? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let, let's just talk about it one more time. Of course, uh, you know, obviously everybody's checking out NWA power every Tuesday, 605 is when it, when it first debuts streams live, but you can check it out at your convenience. Obviously people are doing it around the world. We've got the pay-per-view coming up and uh, what's the, what's the date and time on that Vicky? It's uh, December 14th. It's called into the fire and Allison it's sold out, right? Yes. The pay-per-view is sold out. And wow. I, think, I think the first day of the TV tapings might be sold out as well because we're taping two days for the next two days after that pay-per-view. Um, I could be wrong on that. They might've opened up more seats for it. I know they were trying to, but I know that seats are very limited for the tapings as well. Where's that pay-per-view going to be held at? That is in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. Um, all right, Allison, we like to uh, finish our, our interview with a, just a funny question so the fans can kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, you ready for it? I hope so. <laughs> all right. What is the first thing that you do in the morning when you wake up? And what's the last thing you do when you go to sleep? Oh boy. The first thing I do when I wake up, um, honestly, grab my phone and check social media because I have a million notifications. <laughs> Damn <laughs> social media. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, and then get coffee. And uh, the last thing I do before I go to bed is probably check social media. And <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> That's awesome. Allison, my gosh, thank you so much for being on our show. You are, I am so excited to see where your career is going to be headed. Um, it, fans, please check out NWA Power on YouTube. Um, it's just a great um, production. I mean, I'm a fan. There's some great people that are heading that. And you can see Allison Kay, you know, you know, defend her uh, women's title. Just, we wish you so much luck, Allison. Thank you for your time out of your busy schedule. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I will see you in December. Yes. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it. You've gotten to know her inside the ring. And now we've gotten to know more about her outside of the ring. And <laughs> certainly an impressive woman all the way around. Allison Kay, the NWA women's champion right here on Excuse Me. Vicky, how do you feel about that chat? I have my pinky up right now because I'm just, I'm, I'm following her flow. I mean, she's, she's one tough gal and Hey, I'll, I'll keep her on my side because I, we need more women like that to help defend me from my big mouth. <laughs> oh, look, I'm certainly never going to ever say anything negative about her on social media. That's for sure. Amen. Amen. <laughs> And folks, we are so happy that you've joined us this week, that you've joined us previously, that you're supporting the show. Please continue to tell your friends, share the show, subscribe, download. We need to grow this show to be bigger and bigger as we head into the holidays and look ahead to the new year. Email us at excuse me, Vicky, 
at Outlook.com with any of your questions, comments, or thoughts. And follow us on so social media. Vicki and I love to see and hear from each and every one of you. Yeah, thanks, guys. The, the, the response has been just incredible. Jerry and I are having such a great time on this podcast. I appreciate you, Jerry, for all your help. And just, man, I couldn't do this without you. So thank you again just for all your, your hard work. And, guys, we appreciate all the love and support that you're showing us. And until next week, we've got a special holiday show for you next week as well. So come back in seven days. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. You Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, gig speed internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.